Inspirado Proyecto, what's really good, my man? It's Rich from Medicine Remix with a belated reply. And thank you for that amazingly inspired Medicine Remixed theme song that you clearly put all of your amazing talents to good use to create for us. And uh, we truly appreciate you showing us love in that way. And we appreciate your support. Definitely let us know if there's anything that you want us to talk about on the show. Um, and otherwise, keep doing the damn thing, man. You sound like a talented dude. Peace. Yeah, the man said it. The man said it. That was a nice message from Medicine Remix Podcast. Yet another podcast I sang a theme song for. As many of you know, I've been going through these podcasts here on Anchor FM, looking through the directory of podcasts, picking one, and for any of you who have Anchor, ah, and you'd like to collaborate with people, I'd say, look for a podcast in the directory, go to their page, and you'll see a little button up there that says message, and you can push it, it looks like a little plus sign, push it, you get a minute to say whatever you want to them. And if if they feel so inspired, they can actually include it as a segment into their podcast. So what I've been doing is I've been making tons of theme songs for these folks right off the top of my head. Some of them are 15 seconds, some are 5, some are... Who knows how long? So I made a nice little theme song for Medicine Remix, and a couple of podcasts ago we had a nice message from... Undies Funded Podcast. Oh, yeah. That was... That was uh, at the beginning of my... Of the episode where... Uh... Let's see. Was it after I got out of the car? With the Uber driver? The magician? Eh, it's not one of those. But... Thank you so much, you guys, for 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 the well wishes and, and also for including this stuff in your podcast. I appreciate that. What you're about to hear, ladies and gentlemen, creatures, aliens, apparitions, and high vibrating. beings that uh, that perhaps we cannot see or measure right now with the instruments we have. We are about to hear part one of the extraordinary conversation I had with Doug and Roxanne, fellow Lynch fans, while we were there waiting, waiting, waiting... For the David Lynch book signing at the Ace Hotel, which is phenomenal. Because what does Coop say? Coop says, Aces. Have you seen the meme? He's got his thumb up. So without further ado, and definitely without further ado, here comes part one of the David Lynch book signing episode. Keep that in mind. 
Okay, so if you don't mind telling me about your... Okay, sure. So, uh, so it's kind of a funny thing is that I was actually invited to uh, one of my friends from second grade's birthday. So it's his 41st birthday. I'm, I'm 40 and he's 41, right? So that was weird already, but, you know, social media allows that to happen. So I went, and one of the reasons I went is because he said my very best friend from first and second grade was going to be there. So when I saw him and I talked to him again, it was amazing, but... One of the first things I said is, uh, where do you live nowadays? And he said, I live in Glendora. And he started explaining where Glendora was, but I said, no, I know where Glendora is. Um, I started seeing this girl, and she lives close to close to Glendora in West Covina. First thing he said was, what high school did she go to? Which is kind of weird. So I'm like, I don't know, I'll ask her. So I asked her, and he's like, is it Southgate? I think it was the name. And so I waited, and then like a text popped up, and it's like, I went to Southgate. And I said, yeah. And then he's like, oh, like... Um, my wife is actually was assistant principal there for a number of years, you know, like for four years or something, not very long. He's like, she's probably like not young enough to have had her. And, um, but you know, you can, I'm like, well, I can ask her. She was there. I mean, she is young, so, you know, she may have been there. So I'm like, what's her name? And she said, yeah, assistant principal Harrison. So I said, did you know an assistant principal Harrison? She didn't get back to me for a while and we didn't talk about it for a while. But then later on, She's like, I, I'm not sure. Give me a picture. So I sent a picture of, like, my best friend and his wife, you know, from his Instagram or whatever. And she's like, yeah, that, yeah, she was there. And so I let, I let him know. And it was the kind of thing where, like, it was later in the night, and he kind of, like, was like, yeah, okay. And then, like, she was, she didn't even care. She was like, yeah, like, I avoided her because she's the principal. <laughs> I mean, and I'm like, and it was the kind of thing where I'm, like, left, like, this is crazy. Like, yeah, this is, yeah. like, my, my best friend from, like, when I was, like, you know, nine years old or even younger, sorry, like six years old, whatever. And it's like, it was the first thing he said is, yeah. you know, where, what high school she went to. So then a few days later, I uh, was at this art event in San Francisco and my friend introduced me to other friends and this one girl who was her coworker, she said, she said, oh, I'm from Chino Hills. And I'm like, oh, and I was going to say as close to West Covina where my girlfriend's from. Then the other girl said, I'm from West Covina. And I said, oh, well, what high school did you go to? She said, I went to Southgate. <laughs> so it was, just, and then like, so that's what I mean. Like, it was just, that was like three days later, four days later. So like the second one wasn't as strong as the first one, but it was like a aftershock or It was like a callback to it. Like, hey, yeah, remember yeah, that yeah. cool thing that... Yeah, and so I texted her, I'm like, I just met this girl, she went to your high school. And now I, that was already in the front of my mind because it was, you know, so... Mm -hmm. So that's she, now, did, she, about the high school. did she happen to know her? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. That, that was from years before, so she didn't know. God, this is just yeah, astounding. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, that was like, and this was just all, I mean, that was about five days ago. The other one was about a week ago. So, yeah, this is all very recent. But it's the latest in a series of well, things like that. Well, and the like cool that. thing is, now that we're talking about this, uh, it's stirring. We're stirring it up. We're stirring it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. right. More of it. We'll see what yeah, else is yeah. happening around we're this high school. Oh, yeah. Game yeah. With yeah. Southgate or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Anyway, it's like it. we just we just shook up the hornet's nest now. Yeah. Everything's <laughs> going to be crazy now. These kinds of things, you know. I used to keep. I used to write um, every once in a while. I was for a while for a big for, for a while there. I was um, writing down all my synchronicities mm -hmm. and uh, and all and my dreams. And uh, I was noticing that while I was writing down a synchronicity, a synchronicity concerning those that. <laughs> would happen while I was writing it down so then I'd have to put a parenthesis and go oh my god right now yeah, this yeah, thing yeah. just happened while I was writing this thing down and I had to put the parenthesis and then finish the story of that other synchronicity yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think it was just 
it was like it was like a freaking you know you, you add a snowflake to a snowflake and before you got to know you got a snowball and you keep yeah. rolling that and you're like what the hell so it was like that kind of thing where you just could not you could not uh, ignore the momentum of it I mean it was like an avalanche and it was crazy because I was substitute teaching at that time so I was telling the kids about this and so then the, the kids started writing they would come up to me and they were like oh they were like I started writing I started a journal too and so they would come up to me and then they would read to me out of their journals they would start telling me about this stuff and they were just as equally astonished which was so exciting to me how old were they? these were like uh, like 10 and 11 year olds oh what kind of synchronicities did they see what's your favorite oh let's see one one kid said uh, and I was I was just leaving and he he comes running up to me because he saw me across the campus he's like Mr. C oh I got, I got, I got a synchronicity book now. I, I'm writing them down. He's like, okay, and he's like, he's going through it. And he's, he's like, uh, just yesterday, just yesterday, I was thinking, how neat would that be if the sun came through and it created this shadow in the trees? And right at that moment, the sun peaked right around the corner, right when I was just thinking about it. And I'm going, oh my God, please keep this up, please this keep is the this up. Thing. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. It's like the cheapest thrill, right? Ever, ever, and it's the best. It's the best thing ever. Yeah, yeah. it's the best it thing ever. It is better ever. sharing it, and I, I feel like it's more fun, especially when I have a lover too. So randomly, I was just dating someone in Germany, but we'd be like. I would just, i talk a lot, and I'd be like, and this and this, and then he would notice things where he wasn't even like that, but he would be like, oh, I saw this, I just talked about so many things that it was hard for him to know my synchronicities. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, and I like these shows like this, and I saw this and this. And he'd be like, it's so weird you just said that because, like, some bird that we just saw, like, float, and he would be in Germany in, like, nine hours ahead of me. And I always thought that was really yeah. cool. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, of that yeah. that connection and that bond we had, there it's like, I felt like I had eyes in a different country. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that feeling. It's awesome, awesome because it's like you're, you're tuned into that same radio station at that moment. You're, yeah, you're yeah. both listening to that same song. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel with lovers, it's, it's yeah. that much more important. If somebody wants to play that game with you, yeah. because they also have to be open. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I was talking about like a long time ago, I was, I was really in love with someone. She was in L.A. and I was in the Bay Area. Oh, okay. And I swear, it was the weirdest thing. That, that year that we were apart, every moment... It was raining in one place, it was raining in the other place. Like, the entire year. And it was really weird, because then I just assumed that was the case after a while. Like, I just accepted it. And so whenever it was, like, raining, I'd call her up, and I'm like, oh, it's, it's raining here. I wouldn't even suggest it. And she's like, well, it's raining here right now. And, I, and then it's weird, because since then, it actually is stuck in my head now that it's always raining in, like, San Francisco and L.A. at the same time. But it hasn't been true since that year that we were connected you know, god, that's we were, so we exciting were, yeah it is so exciting so <laughs> oh my god and it's great too especially like when you've got like i mean it's you know it's beautiful when you can notice it yourself and it's happening to you but then you're like you're saying you can share you can share it with someone else and then what happens and especially and then you add a, if you add another person into it and, mm-hmm. and then and then it's like the force gets stronger and stronger sure. I, I i was at this uh I was at this this festival for like four or five days. It was called Love Seed. And it was the first time that I'd ever been in a situation where everywhere I went, people were talking about high vibrating conscious right, things. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, <laughs> so we can have everybody just get back in the seats for the time being. Um, we're going to get started right now. Um, start down here. 
Uh, once uh, we get finished up here um, for all ADA, we will then actually start releasing row by row. So just know, be patient, obviously. A lot of people to get through. Uh, there is a possibility that we might need to take a break shortly at some point. At, at some point, so just keep that in mind as well. So um, thanks for your patience ahead of time. All right, Woo! great. There was just one specific time that was crazy. Um, there were some volunteers that showed up to, to help out, and uh, it was the last day of this thing. And I, I was I was kind of helping out, like I was enjoying the festival, but also I was there to help my friend, like do, with the tickets and all this jazz. But um, it was the last day, and this girl goes, "Oh my gosh, my headlamp, my favorite headlamp." Uh, it, it was like one of those, you know, like one of those, like oh yeah, the strap on. Yeah, and um, sh she's like, "Oh my gosh, it's my favorite one," and I let one of the volunteers borrow it. Uh, his name is like Jason or something. Um, if you happen to find it, can you, you, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, oh, do not worry. I will find that thing. There were like yeah. 3,000 people at this festival. And I said, I will find it. You give me your address. I will I will mail that to you. And I'm like, this is my mission. And Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I had so many examples in my head of, of during that time of just like the speed of light kind of things just happening immediately. So I'm walking around and I got the antennas open and I, and and these guys, and she had left already, and it was about an hour or so, and I'm walking through, and I hear these two guys talking to each other, like, oh yeah, and then Jason's like this, and I go, and I ran <laughs> over to him, and I go, okay, okay, where's, <laughs> J where's, where's, J is your buddy Jason, is he a volunteer? Is he one of the volunteers? And they go, oh yeah. I go, one more time. he's right. one of the volunteers? Yeah. I, and they go, yeah. I go, well, can you take me to him right now? And so they, they marched me over there, and I go, Jason, you have a headlamp, don't you? And he goes, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he goes, I was looking for that girl. I was looking for that girl. And I said, well, I'm the guy who's going to give that girl that headlamp. Yeah. And so he gave it. I'm like, yeah, he did it. Oh and it, it was like such a like, oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah, and so then yeah. I sent it to her in the mail. And I'm like, I really hope she's understanding like how freaking magical exactly, this exactly, thing is. Because exactly. my head was exploding. <laughs> oh, God. It was so fun. Oh, you're welcome. It's funny when you know, though. Like, like I've done that a couple times. When you say, you kind of, like, make a promise to someone. Yeah. Or, like, uh, actually, what that reminds me of is one time, uh, so I, I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area. I, my family never left, so I never saw snow because it doesn't oh. snow in the immediate Bay Area. I mean, snow's, like, two hours away in Tahoe or whatever. So, anyway, like, when I was 20 years old, me and my girlfriend at the time, we were going to move to Germany for her study abroad. So I'm like, before I go, I'm gonna see snow out there. So I wanna see snow like here, you know what I mean? So it's my first experience here. So we drove out to uh, Mammoth Lakes because the only place I knew where there was snow, I didn't even know what Tahoe was. So anyway, that's how, that's how like isolated I was. So we drove out there and immediately there was like snow, there was stuff to do, but then I like realized I was very ill-equipped. And one of the things I wanna do was like touch and feel the snow and play with it. But I realized it'd make my hands very cold very quickly. But we were like 20 years old, we have zero money. I mean, I just graduated college, like it was just like, and so we went into a supermarket, and I'm like, I really want gloves, but I don't have any money. I'm like, okay, this is the thing. It's like, I'm like, I have a, here's these gloves, they're 10 bucks, and I have $1. So I told my girlfriend, I'm like, this is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna buy a scratcher with this $1, 
I'm gonna win enough to get the gloves. Oh my! And I God. told her that. I'm like, I'm like, this is what's gonna happen because oh, it dude. needs to happen. Oh, dude, that's and so, brilliant. So like, I, and it was so weird that I was so confident. I was kind of playing with a it. Freaking like, sorcery! You just yeah. wave your magic wand. Exactly. So I bought a scratcher. I scratched off, and it literally was a ten dollar. Oh my God, and then, dude! Like, but very casually, I wouldn't even like. I just like showed her, and then I went up to the thing. I redeemed it, and then I like just handed them the gloves. They rung it up, you know. She didn't mean? freak out. I mean, I don't know. She thought. Yeah, I, like no one ever you know freaks out in this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like when people don't freak out appropriately. Exactly, ah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, yeah. No, no, just, no, oh, yeah. <laughs> they don't exactly, freak out exactly. appropriately. That's yeah. a brilliant way of like putting she it. Yeah, did yeah. It in a weird way, but because I was so confident about it and it just happened, I think she didn't know what to really do, you know? Like, but, No, I don't yeah. like that shit. <laughs> when I'm manifesting and then someone's just like, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, you know what? Now I do know how Jesus felt. Yeah, when yeah. You get, uh, <laughs> you're all into wine and you're all, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. You've yeah. never even done anything like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really playing it yeah. off. Right, right. Yeah, yeah like, it, like it's just a natural. Well, I, thing. Say, like, I, just, I still have the feeling right now to talk about like yeah like I'm being excited like, now that's what I'm saying yeah oh yeah <laughs> being a little disappointed that it wasn't appreciated exactly. for like what actually happened well, but I'm it's sorry fine. It's fine. yeah it's sorry. okay well your excitement now <laughs> good yeah 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 I oh yeah one now I can remember one um, I guess this is a synchronicity but I was by myself so I didn't really feel like anyone there was <laughs> yeah, nobody to yeah no one to share it with I freaked out appropriately enough oh good but, good so I really wanted to learn how to sail, and this was like 2003, so people were using the internet, but not as widely. You could crew up, send someone a DM or whatever. There was like a website, and I randomly met this older British dude, I think I was, I was like 22 or 23, who owned a boat, and was teaching people how to sail for $25 a day. Yeah, this was clearly a 15, yeah, yeah, <laughs> 15 yeah. years ago. Yeah. And then, no, like, um, so... Like, off California? No, in off the coast of Turkey. And oh, I lived in Arizona. Okay. I had, like, decided I was a lesbian temporarily. And, like, this chick who was a costume designer got me just enough money on this, like, one-sentence speaking part to go on a trip. So that's how I got this trip money. So... I just went and I like thought I had all my ducks in a row and my passport, everything was all settled. But when I got to Turkey, I realized that I didn't write down the address. I like was just uh, in the what? town. <laughs> I didn't write down the phone number or the address. Like I just got to Where the you town. To go? Yeah. Whoa. Okay. And I also was trying to um, film a pilot for a travel show because I always got into situations just like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, this would be funny, but I always got myself out, and I was never scared. And I went by myself to Turkey. I had no fucking speaking Incredible. of Turkish. So I decided, well, okay, I'm going to do this weird thing where now I talk to my camera about all the things that are going wrong. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, well, yeah, right. So I'm all... Uh, yeah, so I'm all, all night vision. I'm like, well, I guess I'm by myself. <laughs> um, I'm just going to hang out and... Dalaman, the city I'm in, and just see what happens. The next morning, I've resolved that I'm going to hang out by myself, and I just walked down the main street, which is not that big of a crazy street, and just start walking, and then I see a tree, and there's a note, and I was like, that's for me, and I went up to it, and it just said my name big, and told me I was just to meet there, literally like 20 minutes from when I had just walked there. Whoa. So I went, I got sunscreen, and like went back and just was there 20 minutes later. 
but nobody was there to like get excited that I wasn't what? stranded. What? I just was really excited. Wait, your 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 <laughs> name was written down on a tree. It was just like Roxanne on the, like on a big a note with like one fucking nail on it. What the hell? But it was did like, they leave it there like 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 thinking that you? They don't. I don't even know. But it was just like. It was like what the heck. I yeah, yeah. just like meet me the here sailing per the sailing person. Did did just they know you were coming into town? He knew I was coming into town, but like but I didn't tell him where I was staying or anything. What the wasn't, heck? Because communication wasn't that. That's now what I'm, I'm here. Like maybe, now I'm here. Now I'm here. Like, was there an email sent earlier saying like we're gonna meet around this this block or something? So what the heck? Got, what like, the heck? Yeah. That's Not really, at really, all. Really I just. So what? So That's so when really you weird. when you went to meet up with the with the sailor, then I told you, him he was just like I don't know. He's like I just put it there. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he was god. just an older British guy. He used to be a millionaire. He just had he wasn't like he was in his fifties or sixties. So he didn't even. He, he just felt like night of legend. I mean I don't know. Oh my right. god! But yeah, no. I mean there was no reason. That's crazy. I have been really resolved and just being like I'm just gonna hang out at this like because it's on the coast it's a beach town anyways but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah there's like a big street but there was several trees yeah yeah, yeah. I could have like not walked but you said down yeah but you said when you saw it you knew it was for you yeah I was just like I'm gonna go maybe I'm just fucking nosy <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. but I just went I was like no way no way! Yeah. Most people didn't even speak English because it was such a small town in Turkey that I couldn't even like bro out with somebody yeah, yeah, like yeah, in their yeah, language yeah, about it. I just had to be yeah, glad that I wasn't stranded. I mean, when you're in that situation, when you have nothing more, you you only have the the, the, the universe yeah, yeah, yeah. and this notes that it leaves for you and, and all those. Yeah. I mean, that's just but incredible. I've a couple of times on that trip. Like, <clears throat> I had started following a giant like a little like Serbian giant I was like attracted to it I was like fuck it like I was like just follow him around a giant? yeah wait I mean, how tall was this trip, person? he was almost 8 feet tall whoa that was a giant yeah, yeah. I think you said a little giant I was trying to figure it out <laughs> yeah I didn't even realize I said what the heck this is incredible so you follow up the story uh, of seeing a note uh, some yeah. random tree note with following a giant? What the heck I is this going to escalate to next? Yeah, I got so off the what? boat to follow him. And it ended up he was staying in this male-only hostel in Turkey. Uh, I was, like, trying to hang off the balcony. I really wanted it. Wow, really? <laughs> I was really, I really wanted to hang off the balcony. Were you able to make anything happen or no? No, nothing happened. No. I'll, randomly, because of Instagram, I can see what he's doing now. Oh, good. Cool. Cool. <laughs> so you're so still a, following the giant. He's married as a kid. Yeah, yeah. because I had to tell the story. And then I was like, for randomly, I still remembered his last name. Oh, and yeah. I looked it up, and he's like married. He just had a baby girl. <laughs> That's a little <laughs> San Marziski. Yeah. How the heck did you even meet the giant? <laughs> well, so what had happened was, I was finally on the boat for a couple stops. We stopped in this one town, and... There was nobody my age for a lot of these stops, so finally there was like a guy and his family owned the only restaurant at this stop. And I was like, <laughs> I'll stay here for a couple days, and he's like, yeah, I'll show you around. He's like, you can. He's like, nobody's here. You can stay in my family's hotel for free. Well, naive me, nothing's free. Nothing's free. Nothing's free. Yeah. So we did, we had, like, had all this time, 
And then one of the last nights that I was there, we went to... There's just one area called Bar Street because no one's supposed to drink in Turkey. You get in trouble, especially if you're oh, okay. a female, yeah, 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 yeah. due to the religious... Was it the expat street? Yeah, it's called Bar Street. Yeah, you yeah. like all this crazy stuff. Um, so we went into one bar, and the guy I'm with is really... We've had our... There's nothing more to talk about yeah. in our language. Except, like, we're just not really connect anymore. But I'm there, and he's nice. And then I just see on the dance floor, like, a bunch of British girls screaming and running to one side of the dance floor. And then I just see a giant <laughs> dancing. And they're, like, running away from him dancing. Like, screaming like... And they like, go, ah! And then they run the other way. They go, ah! And then they run the other way. And he's just trying to dance. Oh, my God. And he's really proportionate giant real good looking and I go wow. I mean he's proportionate I don't know what the problem yeah, 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 yeah. is I don't know why you're running away yeah, from yeah, this yeah. giant good looking man mm-hmm. he had like black hair and green eyes like really handsome so I just had two drinks and I went up to him and I go I'm not scared of you giant <laughs> wow <laughs> and that's I just awesome. started dancing on him well, that's awesome and he was stoked I'm not scared of you giant <laughs> <laughs> good, and then he's like that's listen great. to the sounds <laughs> That's incredible! There's a total Lynchian moment that you experienced. Yeah, and then uh, we went. We went to Bar Street together. Um, I tried to sneak in his hostel. Yeah, yeah. Didn't work. Ended up taking a cab back. That's when I realized you don't ride in the front seat of a cab in Turkey. That means you're going to pay with sex. Oh, Oh, shit. (laughs) Why don't they let you know these things before you get in the cab? Well, I looked in my book after, and then it did say that, but it was a small... I mean... It was an emergency. I just had to get the fuck home. So anyways, I was there the next morning at the hotel. I get a knock. And it's this, his, that guy's grandmother. And she has a bill for me. For every, for the room, everything. Oh, no. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I was like, just give me 15 minutes. So I just packed all my shit. Oh, my ran God. ran the fuck out of the hotel. Really? Yeah. Because okay, the dude told you you could yeah, stay free, right? Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't mean to him or did anything wrong or whatever. But yeah, apparently, yeah, yeah. by me agreeing to stay in that hotel, he thought that I was agreeing to at some future point marry him. Oh, okay. That's what the grandma said. So there seems to be a lot of these hidden agreements within yeah, these yeah. things that no one knows about until it's like, ah, surprise, surprise. Yeah. 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 Till I'm breaking them. So then I, I mean, right, whatever. Right, so right, then I right. went. We're not getting married. Ran two miles down the street to a bus stop. And then some dude who I'd met a couple days prior was like, where are you going? And I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. And he goes, okay. He's like, well, I know this town I like didn't have that much money so he took me to another town drove me and then I stayed with this family in their bed and breakfast for free for like four days and I just like you didn't have to marry until you're about to leave and they go oh remember you're supposed to marry this guy they fed me I just like helped clean the daughter was like a lawyer which was not that heard of at that time or in that place and we just exchanged stories and then I left there and I think I went back home. A so the giant was later. only one night. That was only one night. Oh, okay. That no, was two. I mean, did well, you get? Awesome. Like, you still and you got to sail. I got to oh, sail. Yeah, I yeah, know. This, uh, <laughs> this is this. This has so many little little textures yeah, and vibrations. So many, uh, yeah, little, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. little delicious little nuggets hiding in there. Yeah, that's that's. This is an astonishing sure. story. Wow. <laughs> that's like not even. 
I have a lot of crazy going to Turkey. Stories. Well, I mean, I think it's also, and I want to get to your stories. Yeah, yeah. But I have no, to, I have to call. I want, I want but I have to call back to the to the fact that you you said you just so happened to get a job out out that took you out there. Oh, that's to that's Turkey. pretty crazy too. Yeah. yeah so you already had it in your brain. On, that was based on me living in a city where I I basically thought that every dude that I would ever be attracted to I had already met. Oh wow! That's just and. Well, in my mind, I was like, and I was like, I felt hopeless, really. So I started just dating this chick, (laughs) which I I then realized after her, nothing wrong with her, but that I was not a lesbian. (laughs) Um, But she had gotten me this cool role where I was like acting. Yeah, it was like this 80s movie with like Topher Grace and like all these people. I was just acting. So, so nowhere in this story do you mention like hanging out with, with, with people who like is it might speak your your language or anything so you were out there you were out there shooting this thing and yet going off and wandering into into turkey yeah well that's, that's in, no the, the that's, movie thing happened in arizona and it oh. was after i got paid i just wanted to go i mean oh so the movie thing wasn't in turkey no, no oh no. okay I'm okay sorry. okay no, no that's wasn't. good okay no it was in arizona oh gotcha 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 Sorry, I'm still looking for this number, by the way. That's fine. Right? Keep thinking yeah, we're gonna get the fucking lucky number. Yeah, so you were about to, you were about to launch. Yeah, no, no. I was gonna say, I was gonna say there, there was one of these stories where the most, it was probably the most miraculous thing that ever happened to me, and I was alone. So there's literally no one, no one I could talk to. But anyway, yeah. this is crazy, like layover. I spent some time in Bhutan, and I had a layover in Thailand that was a couple days, and I was in uh, Bangkok, and I was there alone, never been to Thailand, and actually it was like. From being in the most amazing place in Bhutan with like really amazing temperate climate, amazing people, it was like a life, kind of life changing trip there. And then landing in the middle of Bangkok and it was like July 1st. And I had no idea like how hot, humid, miserable, right. crowded. I mean, it's like a, I left a country of 800,000 people and dropped into like a city of like a million people. You know what I mean? So I was like pretty bummed out and I was not sure what to do. I was just staying in my room and I'm like, you know what? Like I'm in Thailand. I'm like, I got to get to an Island. Like, you know, I'll just leave the city. I don't want to be in the city with all these people. So it was a little crazy cause I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have any connections or anything. I was staying in like a local hotel. So no one even could really help me. So I, I talked to someone eventually who said, well, you can go to this one place. No one's really goes to the islands. It's too hot. So I'm like, they're like, you, they may be able to take you. So I didn't want to take like everything with me because I thought if I want to go swimming, which I love swimming in the ocean, I don't want to like, I don't know, I don't want to leave stuff that people can steal, right? So I left everything. I left my passport and most of my stuff in the hotel room. I took a plastic baggie that I had in my toiletries bag. I put a, my ATM card, my driver's license, just so I have some ID, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then like some cash, like not a ton because I didn't think I need a ton, but, but some cash. And I put it in the plastic baggie and I was wearing swim trunks. And so I just stuffed it in like the pocket of my swim trunks, which is like this little Velcro pocket. So anyway, um, it's kind of difficult. I, I get, I hop on the back of a, you know, motor scooter to get out to the pier, negotiate with some people to take like a speedboat. Everything's a little more expensive. I know I'm, I'm trying to negotiate things down, but I'm like, I'm spending kind of like all the cash I have. But, <laughs> right. you know, I'll, I'll, I'll open up to get back. I'll get out there. Finally get out there. I'm at Kosamet Island. It's actually a nice resort island, but... There, it is deserted. There's no one there. I mean, there's there's a couple restaurants still open, a couple places where you could stay, but, like, literally no one on the beach. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to make the best of this. I'm walking along the beach. I found a, I find where the water looks kind of clean. Does the water even look kind of dirty? 
And I'm like, you know, I'm going to swim. I'm going to do my thing. I love swimming. So, anyway. Uh, well. <laughs> stage, make sure your phone is in your pocket or away. So, so we can keep the line moving. Thank you very much. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> so I go over and I find this area of beach. I put I put my little bag down, which is where I was going to put my shoes and my towel, right? And I set it down, and I just go swimming. And now when I swim, I know it's like kind of stupid, and I just it's just what I have to do. I like to swim as far out as I can, so I can't see land Dude, anymore. That's admirable. That's really admirable. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's like how do you it, not get twisted around? I do. Oh, that's the thing. Do. You know, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's the thing. I like to I like to get. Because I like, I like to oh, feel, it, a lot of feelings come out. I was telling you about this earlier. Like, oh, I, like, I, like, I mean, like, I like, that like, was sailing for me brought out. Like, I looked at it, and it was just, just the colors. Like, it would change color blue. I'm like, I didn't know this fucking color blue existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the water There's does change. There's 8 million fucking colors of blue. And then you see, you're just like, I had never been on like that far away from a coast like mm. Catalina or something but I never sailed like that far and that wasn't even deep deep ocean yeah, we were yeah. still in a sea yeah you know so and for me like I don't I'm not I'm not actually a great swimmer I could tread water fine I could stay afloat fine but what I like is like getting out so far and actually getting exhausted oh and realizing God. that you're out there and it's like a oh literally God. a sink or swim survival oh kind boy. of thing oh so what boy. I usually do is then like I start making my way back and I try to get my bearings. I try to get somewhat in the right direction. It's always difficult because like the current's always... like you're escape rooming yourself. Yeah. <laughs> the current's always taking you out. You can get in stuck in loops where you're, like, just swimming forever, not oh, going God, anywhere. I, oh, God. So anyway, when I'm on my way out there and all this stuff is happening, something occurs to me and I, I, I feel down in my pocket and I'm like, oh, oh shit, my oh. thing's gone. Oh. My little plastic baggie. And I hadn't eaten yet, like, all day. And I'm like... Whoa, like, and I'm in the middle of the ocean. I mean, like, way yeah, out there. Yeah, that got real heavy. So then I start swimming back a little bit more urgent than usual. <laughs> and I get back, and I look all over the beach. I'm like, I, 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 it was in my pocket. I remember checking on the way out. It was there. I don't know. You know what I mean? Somehow it just worked its way out, you know? And, I, and then I'm, like, sitting on the beach, and I'm like, okay, now I have nothing. Like, and I'm alone. And it's the middle of the day. I haven't eaten. I'm hungry. I mean, I just exhausted myself swimming in the ocean. I mean, I don't have anything. I don't have one dollar of, you know, I don't have nothing. So I have, like, some clothes and my shoes and a towel. And I, I kind of sit there. Now, this is something else that a lot of stuff has happened in my life, and I've traveled a lot, I've done a lot of stuff. And, like, I do have, like, a very, very strong inner peace that no matter what, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. I've already been in really, really, really dire situations in my life, and somehow everything is okay. So, like, deep inside, I'm kind of at peace. I'm like... It's fine. Like I've you been don't in, know how, but you yeah, know I don't know how. And I mean, I've been in worse situations. I've been in scarier situations. This isn't that bad, you know. Like so, so I just sat there for a while and kind of meditated on that, you know. And then I'm like, well, what now? So I start. I just was compelled to just walk up to the beach, and I, I look in the water and I look at the ocean in front of me. And again, no one's around, and I'm like, um, I can go right or left, basically. So I'm like, choose your own adventure. Yeah. So I'm like, oh I'm my gonna God. go. So something just told me to go left. So I went left, and I just walk and I walk and I'm looking at the at the ocean and the water, and I'm walking. And part of me is kind of looking for the stuff, but part of me is just walking. You know, there's nothing else to do, right? And I think it was about, I want to say about 100, 150 yards. It's pretty far. I kind of was losing sight of my stuff. And I like look out and I see something floating out there, and I'm like, like I think that's no and I like wait no out way. there. And I pick it up, and it's my bag of stuff. Oh, my God, And, I mean, it's man. sealed. Like, everything's in there. It's fine. 
and I walk back and I'm like, all right, time to eat, you know, and like time to, and I'm like, it was funny because part of me was like not freaking out because I, it, it fulfilled my, everything's going to be okay. Everything right. is fine. You know what I mean? But yeah, part of me is like, what the fuck is anyone I could tell this oh to? My like, God. like, no one's going to believe this, you know, like this is fucking miraculous. What's beautiful is you know like, that was, the, that was your, the gift, I feel like I'm getting this vibe that like that was the gift to you because you were calm, because yeah, you trusted. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I mean, like, that is kind of how it works. No, I was you like, do no. get Hey, high five, yeah. buddy. You yeah, know, it's yeah, like, yeah. good job. Because you're oh allowing, when you do that, then once again, you're allowing the blessing coming. Because if you're you're filling it with the panic and anxiety, it doesn't allow for the solution to come. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And I know that. That's, I know that well. It's kind of like when I'm late to something. Crazy. Like I know if I freak out, it's going to... I'm gonna be late, but if I actually the calmer I stay, the more somehow on time I I am. Mm-hmm. It's like I know that I don't know how. If I would take or a bus or, or a car, I'll be like, oh yeah. fuck, it's coming 15 minutes. The time it takes me to like calm down, I could just sit there or I could walk, and then I get to my car and it's the same, leaving at the same yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. type of situation. So there is something to that. Yeah. And, and especially when you have a whole series of of those examples built up in your in your brain mm-hmm. that becomes you like a reservoir a of information it's a po- yeah ah. it's a possibility oh yeah oh yeah, yeah oh yeah yeah and you know what's so beautiful about that is that um you're, you're speaking from a true experience mm-hmm. you know and you have these and especially when we say stuff out loud it it really we get to hear our own echo so to speak we, yeah, we get yeah, to go yeah. ah oh yeah i really agree with what i just said <laughs> you know i that's I good i like that <laughs> you know and then you can like especially since you I feel like everyone's it, cheating and going down. Oh, no, I don't know. The, mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. But, see, but rush, wouldn't that be I awesome if we were the uh, last three? Now that's the kick-ass <laughs> thing. We're the punctuation right, mark to the whole then, thing. Yeah, actually, many, many there isn't three numbers does, in the book. Yeah. He's like, you know what? Yeah. Was the, oh, the last Holy three shit! Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Wouldn't that be funny if, if because he was talking about those numbers? Mm-hmm. What if? I was thinking, well, uh, so those looking. numbers are actually in the book. Those are the page numbers. Yeah, right, well, right, that right. Popped I know, that's what brain. I thought of, too. I was thinking, what I if did, that was his, that. his clever little way of right? putting it? Yeah, yeah, But yeah. wouldn't that be awesome if we were the last three that go up there? And then we were like, okay, Lynch, <laughs> I challenge you to a breakdance contest. Yeah, we could say, like, you know, like, 25. I found it. Here it is. And then it could be like you. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. So we got to try it. Okay, so 25, 17, and what was the other? Oh, 16, right? Six? I only remember 25, so that's much. Okay, 25. 25. <laughs> yeah. And I lost a uh, baggie of, you know, yes. money. Were they green gloves uh, by any chance? No, black. Did you battle a, a bob? Uh, a bob <laughs> no, 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 no. That would be way too, that would be way too So you, you manifested the gloves, you got the gloves, you got your wallet out there. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you be able to manifest the, know, the magic number? That's why I'm looking at every page. Yeah. So you still have not seen the Art Life movie, right? Is that what you're I saying? haven't yet, no. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure I my name is in the like credits it. too because, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Your name's going to be in there. That's cool. That's cool. Oh, I just thought of one really cool one. But yeah, my lover from Germany when we went on a motorcycle ride just a month ago. We were heading to Poland and we're like, okay, so we checked the Doppler radar like every step because we're on a bike and he's trying to make sure that I don't get wet. And we're like, okay. And we finally get to the spot where we're like, it doesn't say. 
that it's going to rain here, but we know it is. And he's just like, I have to... He talked about it forever, and he just, like, went on his phone and then got a room. And right when we parked the motorcycle and, like, when it was just thunder and, like, full-on storm, oh, I had wow. to give him mad props for that. Oh, like, wow. he followed his intuition. It was just, like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it was, like, cool. not anything we talked about yeah, yeah, and he yeah. just had to do it and when it was like fuck for like 13 hours like rain like if he hadn't pulled the trigger we wouldn't have had a place to stay yeah, or anything yeah. That's I know I'll have to tell him later so you were saying that you uh, you'd experience synchronicities and did you say he doesn't necessarily or, or he appreciates synchronicities but not I necessarily think, like volunteers them or I think within our, which it just ended, but I think in our time frame, I think that I, there was little stuff that would, I call them like in homeopathy, it's provings, but yeah, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm not going to say it, I had to like LeVar Burton and be like, don't take my word for it, but then he started like, because he believed a little, started believing a lot, and even, it's, even with us meeting, he said it was a cultural thing, I don't know if that's true, but he was just like... I can't think of things that I haven't already seen. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And that kind of blew my I don't know. But, like, I don't know if that's true because I wasn't raised to fucking see any of this shit. Right, right, right. At all. And I would venture to say, like, given because our background is like, okay... I would say middle to lower middle class like that's how I was raised and he was raised in a different country in a small town but with way more money and like okay well if we're doing it that way like at least you could have like probably afforded to see movies books or anything else that would have turned you on to that because you had all of these things available to you that I didn't I was locked in my room till I was 13 I had to make up my own shit so you kind of lived in imagination for and a long time. That's so you really became very well acquainted with that imagination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's why, I, actually, when Dave was talking about daydreaming and stuff like that, yeah, yeah. a lot of the shit that I did when I was younger, I do now, like, super young at heart, where I'm just like, I can kind of only go there. It's depending on how you look at it. Like, oh, you, like, daydream all the time. Or, like, yeah, that's, like, why I think shit's fun. That's why it's fun for me. I don't know. It's really... We we always had this argument whether it was nature versus nurture, you know? Mm -hmm. If it's because you were born in a bubble or you made the bubble yourself. If you chose to live in the bubble. If you saw outside Uh, the bubble and saw there were other things, if you tried to puncture the bubble at all. I'm wondering, like, stuff that you you had in your imagination growing up, were you sure that they could be real? Well, that was... It's funny because you mentioned when you manifested the gloves, you were at a younger age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did just start manifesting. Like, it wasn't until I started actually leaving my room and being around people that told me that things weren't real and things couldn't happen, that that shit kind of started going away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I would just... My parents were super strict. I had fashion magazines. I would just make my own clothes, like, try and inundate that. I would remember I had a really 
photographic memory, I would remember names and places in New York. I would never go, and I just somehow would be in New York. Somehow I was, like, eating a burger with, like, a rapper that I wanted to. There's no fucking reason at all why I should be meeting these people. I'm poor as fuck and never met anybody. And it wasn't until people were going, you know, like, you shouldn't believe in that, or, like, no, you can't, why would that happen? That I would just be like, well, you would know more than me because you weren't locked in a room. It's really been um, a lot of work trying to get back to that, which is the not giving a fuck and literally not listening to anything that anyone says and your dreams will come true. That's when all my dreams came true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I listen to fucking anybody. Well, that's true. No, I've never listened to anybody. So, well, yeah, I mean, but it's I like, literally, it and I, That's actually my advice to a lot of people all the time. It's Don't hard, too, because to I knew that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have to remember, but there's also something that happened to me that, like, I know when that moment happened, which was when I got raped. And I was a teenager. And up until that point, like, it really is like a spirit being broken thing. It fucks your reality up. It was really hard for me to... And then I think I started doing it again. Yeah, because it grounds you in this way that you're like, oh, wait, someone can, can fuck your shit up. Yeah, yeah. And it's like... Not even hard. <laughs> it's like not even hard to do, which is crazy. And I just started manifesting, just like being a badass and no one ever being able to like touch me again. Which that was a truth as well. Like in New York, I could walk around and people were like, "Don't fuck with Roxanne. She'll be like, I'm scrawny as fuck." And people be like, "Roxanne will really show you yeah. <laughs> another part of yourself when she beats her." <laughs> That was a whole, and that wasn't me before that. So there's like, it's weird to know and then not know and then know you didn't know and now try and know again. <laughs> That's where I'm at right now. Yeah. It was really, and I guess to say one major synchronicity is the fact that I had met you before. I didn't remember, but now I fully remember, and the fact I really needed to have this conversation. Wait a second now. How do, okay, so how did you two meet? A long time ago. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how long ago it was. Maybe like seven, eight years ago. Yeah, seven know. or eight years yeah. ago. I don't know. We were just, we were just uh, in San Francisco. I was living in Oakland near San Francisco, and you were visiting, I think. And uh, and I went out with like some of my friends, and she was friends with one of my friends or a couple of my friends, and so we just had a night out. Karaoke. Like, karaoke a lot and, of like, karaoke. Oh my god. We're fun. Yeah. And then at one point. Um, Somewhere along the line, like somewhere on Instagram, I think that you were, she was like in a picture with one of my friends, mutual friends. And so it's kind of thing like, oh, I remember her. She was fun, you know, and I like started following her. And that was probably a couple of years ago. I don't know, probably like, like a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, just tonight I just, I mean, well, we also, when you were um, practicing German. Germany. Yeah, she said something, posted something about German and she wants to practice German. And I speak German because I lived there for a year. And so then I just messaged her and we just practiced some German. So and did you two uh, know that you were going to be here? No, did, no, that's, 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 Oh that's, that's, my God, so what? German, so the Germany, German thing was probably about a month ago. A month ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was right before I went. And then, and then <laughs> today, it's really funny because I had tickets for this a long time ago. Um, I knew I didn't have anyone to bring. Now, the funny thing is that I actually didn't want to bring anyone. Like, like I didn't want to bring any of my friends. I just felt like no one would be into it. No one would appreciate uh, it. Mm. And I was actually kind of planning on coming alone, and I, I, 
put a couple feelers out to a couple friends who yeah. I kind of knew would probably say no, but I'm like, at least I tried. Yeah. And then, like... But and then, then you kind of were really trying either. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Funny. And then in the afternoon, I was actually about to go in a meeting, and it just, like, popped in my head. For some reason, it popped in my head to, like, ask you. And so I just asked her over the Instagram and some message, and then... I and really then, needed this. Yeah, God, that's and then so she kick-ass said, yeah. that you happen to be available for this. I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah, well, that, like was, the a fact total, that, you that two, was a total... And like, the fact no. that you two now... Well, I mean, I don't, maybe I'm just assuming, unless you drove all the way out from San Francisco to be here today. I don't know, we both You live two live, live here yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, literally, we haven't, like, seen each other since that day. Like, eight years ago. No, we were like, oh, my God, this is great! Dave was just so cool! Yeah, I know. So this is literally the second time we've seen each other in our lives, you know what I mean? So, yeah. You know, David Lynch is like such a beacon. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. You know, and then you got no choice but to meet. And I will have to say, for an LA line, as long as it was, there was a lot of nice people in it. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's well. cool. Yeah. You know, LA lines aren't that nice. Mm. <laughs> but everyone was all, I don't know, like just talking. That was really cool. I'm sure, I feel like there's a lot of conversations. Well, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not that many people are speaking to people they don't know. I saw it happening in the line when I was... Like, uh, I think, like, you know, when you... You're tuned into the same... Like, we were talking earlier, like, being tuned into the same channel. I mean, the fact... You you have to appreciate a, a, a particular amount of surreality and absurdity if you like David Lynch's stuff. And also, I think, if you appreciate a, a higher... Higher consciousness type of stuff, higher vibes. You know, saying, like, like so many things have happened synchronous in my life, and like so many, like, like it doesn't kind of doesn't surprise me. Like it's not a, I mean, it's amazing and really cool that you were available and you were willing to go, and like it's very really easy to, you know, we get along really easy and all that. But then again, it's like kind of doesn't surprise me because that's just kind of the way things go. Yeah. And it's awesome. You know what and I mean? It's, and yeah, I, and it did and come I, to you in a way, so it was like. Yeah. And, like, I love that about life. It's, like, why I love life, you know what I mean? For, like, these kinds of moments. Well, and that's beautiful, too. Like, that idea of of the magic being a commonplace thing. I mean, what a beautiful... What a beautiful just... Like, if that's just the the regular vibe that you're on, like, if that's the jumping-off point, magic, and that's just the commonplace thing, holy shit. Well, I learned very early that, like, huge, like, huge risks... Or, like, where, yeah, like, kind of where magic happens because you have to throw yourself into the unknown. And that's where, like, what, what you know, the guy the guy we were dating said something. I relate to that because I do think that most of us, in general, because we, we're comfortable with what's known to us, our, our go-to to, to remain comfortable is to recreate the same experiences again and again. And I think that's where it's like, I've never been comfortable. I never had a safe place, so I was yeah, always escaping, yeah, 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 and I'm yeah. like, fuck it, I'll free fall into anything, because I don't, I have no memory at all of a, a place that would be better than something cool and new, because I just never had that. Yeah. I mean, I relate to that, too. I think yeah. that's why. And wow. I, yeah, For that yeah, to be yeah. the default mode, oh my god, it's yeah, so powerful. And I wanted to be like, for a long time... It felt like escaping, and then it was, like, the fight-or-flight thing, or, like, survivalist. But now, I I really do believe, finally at fucking 33 years old, that this whole place is my home. Like, everywhere, I'm going to be safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how I really feel now. Mm-hmm. I don't have to feel like I have to be invincible and... Um, this solid piece of matter to like protect myself it's that 
going to be taken care of. I've been, yeah, like, and I think I really tested that in, like, a not positive situation when I went to jail for the first time. Oh, wow, okay. And I was just like, I have no idea how to be in jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and it was also for something I wasn't supposed to be in jail for, that after yeah. they were like, oh, sorry, but I had to be in jail for five fucking days in Camp Verde. Oh, in a high-security prison with people that are going to death row for yeah. driving 500 the speed limit because that's when they were doing that racist fucking thing where they could just stop you. And my brother and my mom are dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I was just like, I'm going to be fine. And I was more than fine. I actually gave somebody the Heimlich maneuver before I got out Oh, my God. When was this? When was this? I think it was right after I met you, to be honest. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But I had gone back to New York, and then I had left New York. And, um... Because there was three bad things that happened. I had gotten bit by a poisonous spire. I had gotten a blood infection. I had started fainting because of probably poor nutrition and everything else. And I fainted one day in my friend's house and hit my that little part of your on, like your gum on a metal bed frame. And she was gone. It knocked me out, and then I bled out. Your mouth bleeds a lot. She thought I was dead. I was dead from a mouth cut. Yeah, because I mean, it's and then I think I uh, and I got in a car accident, and I was like, "Okay, New York, I got it. Cool, I'm going. Don't worry, like, I'm leaving." So I went to live with my mother, and in the first two weeks, I wanted to do something nice to her. I didn't for her. I didn't have a car, but I had my license. What I thought. So I was driving her up to Flagstaff, and then on that road, we got pulled over because the speed limit but they pulled her and my brother out of the car because they were dark they were going a little they were going over the speed limit I was going like it was construction and I was going like four over we're not supposed to go any over wait I gotta put this on airplane mode just to make sure that no one calls while I'm in the middle of recording you guys this is this is just uh, golden is what it is so how long ago did you move out here Yeah, it would be like seven years ago, and in between that, I've lived a couple other places. So how do you like it out here since being here? Um, I like it. And randomly, like, just the most random people in my life are moving to L.A. and congregating here. And I guess it's weird, but it's not. I always feel like I'm on the outskirt of something that's happening and then all of a sudden it's around me and then I have to leave because it's too much. <laughs> that's how Brooklyn felt for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kept moving farther and out or farther out to afford it and be near my friends and then it would just all of a sudden be engulfing me and I would just be like, I don't I don't need to be in the happening. I started this, I'm leaving. Do you know? Like I just gonna But with the jail thing yeah, so I got taken to jail. Five then, days, you say? Huh? You were there five yeah. days in jail? It was like and your family a home? Thursday. My mom was there, but she didn't really have any money. And they, I also, because I was in the middle of in this weird place, and I don't really know the details of everything, but there weren't real judges there. And the judges were out because it was the weekend, and then when I actually spoke to a judge, it was a video judge in a different place. 
on a little tiny video yeah, screen. That, that and sounds I was just so ha- science fiction. To a chair. Yeah. yeah, it was really weird. But in all that, so yeah, that's my first time going to jail. I'm just like, it's the shape of a fucking pentagon. It's like jailhouse rock. I'm just like completely overwhelmed. It's my cell block is two stories, all white. There's just a thin piece of window because everyone's in full lockdown. We have 20 minutes of free time a day. And I don't know why I'm there. I'm also on medication because of the spider that bit me. And I tell them and they're like, don't even find out what medication I'm on. They just send a sergeant three times a day to force a fucking pill in my throat. They don't tell me it is. So three times a day, I then puke up the pill. There was just... I had to share, like, a bunk with this girl, like, Tang Girl, who would, like, steal my Kool-Aid to, like, paint her fucking thousand paper cranes. She tried to... (laughs) It seems very, like, dream... I mean, I'm sorry, it seems like a dream. I know, and I, through this whole thing, I'm not really talking, and then there was this one time where I clearly was taken care of by another entity, not myself. They're listening to television really loud, and I just get out of my cell... And I walk over the remote and turn it off and say it's too fucking loud and walk back into my cell block and nobody does anything to me. Wow. <laughs> does. I asserted some dominance. Wow. Or something. I mean, like, like, you were so committed to that character. <laughs> yeah, if you don't blink, yeah. people don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. It was really committing the character and being like, and I'm gonna walk back into my cell like I fucking mean it. I did it. Nobody did anything. The last day, no one really fucked with me. I took notice and things. Some people tried to, like, have me pass notes, which is against the rule to the next cell block. There's just a fucking weird door. Nothing really crazy happened until the last day. And I have no idea what's going on. Like, you talk to my bail bondsman. They're, like, saying it's cash. My mom doesn't have the money. All this shit. So I was like, now I really don't even know how long I'm going to be here, which is really terrifying. I don't know how much keep turning the show off. No, so. Um, we're at lunchtime of the last day, and this older lady who I know is on death row, she starts just coughing. And I'm like, okay, noticed. Eating, she gets up after a while and goes to her cell. And that's when I was like, something's really wrong because nobody leaves. You don't leave your food. I learned that in five days. Yeah, yeah. You get a certain amount of fucking food. Some people will share it. Some people will still jack your food if you're still there, but you don't leave your food. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. So I just ate the rest of the food on my plate, and then I went in her cell, and she's, like, turning blue. Oh. And I'm just like, literally just remember from the restaurants I worked in, I asked permission. I was like, do you want me to give you the Heimlich? And she just did that. Yeah. And she was bigger than me. And I just put my fist on her sternum and threw her against the wall three times. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, and it was cream corn, and it came up just like you would see in the poster. Yeah, yeah. And she bra- breathed again. Oh, my God. I was Whoa. just like, and 15 minutes later, I got out, and everyone was just like that. And then I used that opportunity to just say that, let that be a lesson to you. <laughs> I know that's oh not why. I know. Let that be a lesson to you. <laughs> no, but to take care of each other. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just like you have, like, who knows? Yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah. That's not why. It was because of something I got the bail, but... Wow. And I hadn't talked, I think, besides the turn the show off thing, I hadn't spoken. So when I finally bailed out, like, I went to open my mouth, it was just, like, cry. Like, I couldn't, yeah, I still yeah, couldn't yeah. speak words. Wow. So that woman was on death row? So you saved her life? Yeah. Uh, that's so And who knows what that means? I don't know yeah, what happened well, after yeah. that, you know? I mean... Yeah. Maybe she got, maybe she got off, but we, like... When we think about how many choose your own adventures we just talked about, yeah. who fucking knows what happened yeah. after that? Or why I was there to do that. I have no idea. That story still is just amazes myself because I The whole thing sounds like a Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you kind of question reality when you were in there? Yeah, and then yeah. the fact that like every time I've been in jail, there's nothing on my record. Because uh. It's all not even been my fault. Right, right. I just had yeah, to yeah. go through it. So it was like a, I just had yeah. to go through it. How did you get out? How did you actually get out of there? This is Robert from Twin Peaks, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Got a light.